0: There are uh, two sad announcements that I'd uh, like to make before anything else. The first one, Brother Muhammad Al-Alfi's mother-in-law passed away. We ask Allah to forgive her and we ask Allah to shower his mercy upon her and to make things easy for the family. And secondly, uh, Brother Yusuf, Abid Yusuf, passed away. We ask Allah to forgive him. We ask Allah to shower his mercy upon him. We ask Allah to fill his grave with abundant and We ask Allah to help the family uh, and the friends through this difficult time. Uh, his family, they've actually sponsored all the food that you'll find in the hallway over here. Uh, the, the intention is to do this act of generosity to feed people uh, hoping inshallah for the good deeds to go to the disease basically doing sadaqah on their behalf that's one and then two also hopefully for the rest of us to make uh, du'a for them so please do stop by the tables and take something on your way out uh, and most importantly don't forget to make du'a uh, for the deceased and also for their family again we ask Allah to uh, to forgive the two individuals that were mentioned now we ask Allah to grant them Jannah we ask Allah to protect them and we ask Allah to gather all of us with them in Jannatul Firdaws and I want to tie that in with a, uh, a very humbling reminder um, for myself first and foremost. In Surah Al Baqarah, Allah mentions five different uh, rather broad categories of challenges that a person may face in their lifetime. And one of them has to do with losing, uh, losing loved ones when, when people pass away. And Allah guides us to a particular response. Allah says that for those who are afflicted with any of these trials, and of course that includes when somebody uh, loses uh, somebody close to them, they respond by saying, Inna lillahi wa inna ilahi raji'un." They respond by saying, There's no doubt we belong to Allah and we're going to ultimately return to Allah. For those who respond to these difficulties, and the, the five categories that are mentioned are extremely difficult challenges. Nonetheless, Allah says, for those who respond to these huge burdens, these really difficult situations, if they respond in this way, if they respond Qur'anically, if they respond and they say, lillahi wa inna ilaihi raji'un,' Allah says, Allah mentions three things about them. Allah says that if they respond in this way, then Allah will send blessings upon them, Allah will send mercy upon them, and they are those who are rightly guided. We ask Allah to make us from among those who He sends His blessings upon. We ask Allah to make us from among those who He sends His mercy upon. And we ask Allah to make us from among those who are rightly guided and behind. Rabbil Alameen. What's an action item that we can do now because we're still here today. We don't know if we're going to see tomorrow. That's just a cold hard fact for any and all of us. We ask Allah to protect us. We ask Allah for long, healthy, happy lives filled with a whole lot of good deeds. That being said, we understand the reality is the nature of the dunya is that it's fickle. It comes and it goes. And we don't know when that time is going to be. So the idea is to prepare today for when we meet Allah as if that's tomorrow. اتقو والتنظر نفس ما قدمت لغد والتقو إِنَّ اللَّهَ خَبِيرٌ بِمَا Allah mentions taqwa before preparation for tomorrow and Allah mentions taqwa after He mentions preparation for tomorrow. At the beginning of our day, what's priority number one? Taqwa. What's priority number one at the end of our day? Also, taqwa. How is our heart doing? How is our relationship with Allah Azza wa Jal? If we're doing good, May Allah accept it from us and help us to continue to do good. And if we're doing things that are not so good, we ask Allah to forgive us and to turn our bad deeds into good deeds. And we ask Allah to forgive us and to turn our bad deeds into good deeds and to help us to try our best little by little to avoid those things that Allah wants us to avoid. What's an action item that we can do? The Prophet, he taught us and he mentioned that he wished that for every believer they would have this surah that consists of 30 verses, 30 ayat, in their heart. تَبَارَكَ الَّذِي Surah al-Mulk Now if we connect with this surah, it's only 30 ayat. If someone, if they make the intention to memorize it over 30 weeks, one ayat a week, and to understand it, look into the tafsir, to really digest it, process it, reflect on it, practice it, to turn it into an action item every week, within 30 weeks, time flies. They'll end up memorizing it, understanding it, reflecting on it, practicing it, right? Turning the Qur'an into action, right? This, this is what the Prophet meant. He didn't just mean for us to memorize it and that's it. There's definitely good in memorizing it without question. But if the memorization is coupled with understanding, reflecting, and practice, it becomes a life changer. It becomes a heart changer. What is the What, what are the benefits that can come from this? If we do connect with the surah and we deepen our relationship with it, then a person will be forgiven, bi and they'll be protected in the grave. We ask Allah to help us to connect with the surah as best we can, as simply and as practically as we can. We ask Allah to protect all of us when we're above the ground, when we're beneath the ground in the grave, and we ask Allah to also protect us when we're resurrected on the day of judgment. <speaking in Hebrew>